0: Hello oh, and welcome to another fabulous episode of the award-winning podcast. That's a good point. Hello to all of our loyal listeners. We call them Pointers. Uh, they get their nickname from our social media handle, which you can catch up with us or give us your opinion on Twitter and or Instagram. That's a good point. One point. There's no T at the end of the point. They're just P O I N one. By the way, this is and I'm here with John and Irv
1: and Marnie. Oh no! <laughs> Yay! Just
0: let her in. Yeah. Carl, I thought you were going to guard the door to the studio. <laughs> you know, All right. If you're not familiar with the format of our podcast, we're going to rank a list for you using our patented mechanism we call The Matrix. To some, it's known as a prioritizing grid. Nice job. Thank you very much. In our system, (coughs) we will have each item on our list face off. Mono e mano one-on-one on one.
2: head to head
0: and in the end whoever gets the most victories will take the first slot the least victories last if there's ties we go head to head and if there's a three-way tie we look at total votes and which we've had to do before so yeah. it happens from time to time uh, today we are going to rank john hughes movies if you don't know who john hughes is you're probably normal uh, <laughs> but he was a filmmaker writer director producer Made some of the most oh. classic movies. I just from googled
3: the, John Hughes. I'm like, what does he look like? Oh yeah, because I oh, think he actually has been nerdy. in. He's, some he of makes the a lot movies, of cameras. Right? Yeah. He does make a lot like of cameras. little parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Man, he's. Oh, sorry, I I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say I just read he was somebody, antique moment of the week. We haven't <laughs> had, one, <laughs> had one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he played somebody's dad. I think in Breakfast Club he shows up as one of the kids. Yeah. Dads. Oh and, yes. Um I think it's the smart kid. Yes. It's his dad. Anthony Michael Michael Hall. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Take that. I figured it out. (laughs) Not so antique anymore. What were we talking about? (laughs) Anyway, John Hughes, uh, he's a writer, director, producer. Like I said, made some of the more classic movies from the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Long time he ago. wasn't that
3: young, no, it wasn't that old. No. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, you're
3: giving me a hard time here. 59, is that an antsy? Was no. it like it,
1: like within the last 10 years,
3: 2009?
0: So, oh. yeah.
1: no longer last than that, years, yeah.
0: no, close. Uh, anyway, he started out as a writer for the National Lampoon magazine, and actually, National Lampoon's Vacation was his. Big hit that kinda got him. He made that the same year he made Mr. Mom. This is what it's like according <laughs> to John <Sean>. Wills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's who his heart attack. And by the way, he's about to repeat something that one of us just said because he's like, Hey, did you guys know? <laughs> In nineteen eighty three, John Hughes. <laughs> made National Lampoon <coughs> Vacation. Mr. Mom came out that year. They were both kind of popular. Did movies. you know that was the same year as <laughs> National Lampoon Vacation? <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> anyway, that's his clout really rose because of this. Universal gave him the film deal, then he was off and running and he went on to uh, be more than just a writer. He became a director and producer so for Vacation a was the first hit first that hit. he wrote. That he wrote. He wrote okay. one called National Lampoon uh Class Reunion, which is supposed to be kind of a follow-up to Animal House. Oh. And that movie did not do well, but that was his first kind of writing credit for a now I watch that one. for like a widely released movie. I think that was okay. in eighty two. But um so we had to narrow this down, we narrowed it down to seven movies for you, some cuts. So if you're wondering, hey, what movies did John Hughes make, you can Google it like John just did, find <laughs> out that he died in 2009. Hey, the things you learned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the movie Mr. Mom that I mentioned a little bit ago, the movie Weird Science. You guys Weird Science fans? Mm-hmm. I always love that movie. I like that movie. It's a great outdoors. I like John I love, love it. it. One of my one. favorites. Yeah. Yep. Some kind of wonderful. kind of a chick flick, but not it, a yes. bad one. I don't it's even know if I've one. heard of that actually, one. Oh, it's I actually, kind of like that one. Was yeah. her name Mary Stewart Masterson? Masterson. Or whatever she, mm-hmm. she
2: always like I've played heard the, the grand top. Grand Funk Railroad song, but I'm not. <laughs> <playing> <laughs> this <song. Yeah>. I <laughs> think and it was based guy, on that.
1: The guy in it was the kid that played Mask. Yes. Yep. yep. Can't yep. think of his name, but uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yes, Eric Stoltz.
0: uh the movie Pretty in Pink. Molly Ringwald is in that movie. She was John Hughes' muse. That's a rhyme for you. (laughs) And Uh, Ducky
1: was John Cryer.
0: Yeah, and we... Yes. and we We did cut National Lampoon's Vacation, even after some discussion of whether or not she would be on the list. Uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, starring Donald Trump. We didn't want to get political, so we had to cut that one. Of course. And... Have uh, you guys ever seen Beethoven with the Saint Bernard? I used to yeah. love that Oh, movie, so. I've never seen that movie. Uh, does he, yeah, does, does the dog play a piano?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why. I actually, don't remember why he's named Beethoven. Do you? No. Okay. No idea. All right. Anyway, that's a good one. So our list today that we are going to rank for you in no particular order: number one, Uncle Buck; number two, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles; number three, Home Alone; number four, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number five, sixteen candles. Number six, Breakfast Club, and number seven, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that's a pretty heavy hitting list right there. Mm-hmm. Um, can we get some information on some of these movies? That we want to. Do we want I wonder, as I wonder we how many go, people are, are going
3: to hit play on this
0: episode and go, "Oh, I didn't know that was a John Hughes movie." Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Because when we started talking about this, I did the same thing. I'm yeah. sure everybody did. I did oh, too. Wow, that's a John Hughes movie. That's a John Hughes movie. So. Um, do you want to do this as we go, or do you want to do it all beforehand? Up to you. I don't really have a
3: big opinion on that.
2: Well, let's just go. We'll just do okay. this one at a time. and then. Sure. Um, Uncle Buck. I think as we vote, yeah, or as you guys vote, because I'm okay. setting this one out. But, okay. Um, yeah, Uncle Buck, 1989, 51 Metacritic score, 62 Tomato Meter, 71 on IMDb. Um, Hughes wrote, directed, and produced this one. And, uh, kind of the, you know, the gist of what's going on in Uncle Buck, so Buck is, uh, so this couple has to go out of town, Buck is the kind of lazy brother to the dad, and he's kind of the only person that can watch the kids, right? So, um, kind of the last person you'd probably want to watch your kids for the most part, (laughs) but, um, you know, when he gets there, he gets along with the younger two kids, but him and the teenage girl don't get along real well, um, and, you know he's got to learn how to deal with that. Probably you know kind of an iconic moment or iconic uh, deal from Uncle Buck is when Miles, played by Macaulay Culkin, starts to asking all the questions: "Where do you live in the city? You have a house, apartment, <laughs> owner, rent, rent." That's a good. So point. that's a good bit from that movie, and a lot of people, you know, yeah. um, are familiar with that one.
0: Um, As you mentioned, John Candy and Macaulay Culkin just reminded me. John Hughes recycled tons of actors, so you're going to hear yes. names multiple times yep. when we talk about these
2: yeah. movies. Yep. So um yeah uh for that one uh unfortunately there were no awards to report on for this one <laughs> um, but not uh, real popular with the critics yeah not real popular with the critics but um liked by some of us so yeah all right
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> the next movie on our list is planes trains and automobiles yeah
2: um 1987 uh, 72 on the Metacritic 92 tomato meter 76 IMDB uh, he wrote directed and produced this one as well. Uh, let me see what I have for my information here. So, uh, Steve Martin plays Neil Page is the guy's name, and he's basically kind of this super excitable kind of guy, control freak, gets worked up pretty easily, trying to get home to Chicago to see his family for Thanksgiving. And, um, but he gets kind of, because of the storm, he gets put in this, um, town in Kansas. And, uh, he's kind of forced to hang out with this guy played by John Candy, Del Griffith. And him and Del kind of... He finds Del extremely annoying, and he's trying to um, deal with all that and not lose his his stuff on him. And um, probably my favorite scene from that one is... When he's going the wrong way on the uh, interstate, and the people are just going the wrong way, how do they know where we're going? I would just say that's that's a joke in my
0: family. Like whenever you see a wrong way sign, you always say wrong way. How do they know where we're going? And I think it's sweet. Started saying it after that movie. Another one's when the
2: guy's talking about the people train versus the, uh, you know, you're not leaving out of Wichita unless you're hog or cat. (laughs) People train goes out of Stubville. And so um, the only deal with that, uh, John Candy was an 88 nominee for the American Comedy Award Funniest Actor in a Motion Picture. Um, So he was a nominee for that.
0: Nice. All right, so we're going to vote now or go through all of them? It's up to you guys. Let's vote. Let's vote. All right, I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Uncle Buck taking on planes, trains, and automobiles. These are the John Candy vehicles. Vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good one. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the vehicles, planes, trains, and automobiles. I definitely laugh a lot more. To me, that's a more rewatchable one than Uncle Buck. Um, so I'm going to give that my vote. Am I next? You're next. Um,
3: I'm going to vote planes, trains, and automobiles. All right.
1: Um, All right. Even though I fought to have Uncle Buck on this list, I'm going to go with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. This is
3: this going to be one of those where she fought for Uncle Buck and, and then, then never fought for
1: it? But it's such a good movie. They're, they're it's going to be a hard one to vote on because they are all great
0: movies. Yeah, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is going to do well for me. So, mm-hmm. All right, our next matchup, Uncle Buck, which Irv shared that information on, is going to take on Home Alone. Does someone have information yeah, on? Home Alone, 1990. Home Alone. It was written
3: by a guy named John Hughes.
0: Oh, okay. Did he produce <laughs> it as well? Um <laughs> it, he did not direct it,
3: though. Correct. That was this old explorer named Chris Columbus. Sure. <laughs> um,
2: God, he ought to been old. Yeah, God, he, he was, was really old when he directed it. He was that getting did. up there.
3: Um, it's, you know, a little higher than middle of the pack as far as Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, and IMDb, kind of a 60s, 70s type yeah. score yep. for that. Um, Macaulay Culkin, who we just talked about with Uncle Buck, yep. is really the star of the show, Kevin McAllister. I think Uncle Buck more of a supporting role, but this, he was the star. This like shot him into the atmosphere where he burned out really quickly when he got into...
0: John Candy had a supporting role in this movie. John
3: Candy's supporting role, Gus Polanski, the Polka King of... Yes. (laughs) Yes. ...whatever. Yeah, Polka King of the Midwest. And then Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, Harry and Marv.
1: Real quick, uh, John Candy's whole scene in the back of the truck is improv. None of that was written.
3: And it has a lot of similarities to yeah. being in the back of the truck in Uncle Buck, yes. too. Yeah. So he likes hanging out
1: in the mm-hmm. back of the apparently.
3: <laughs> um, this is all about the McAllister family preparing to go on a vacation to Paris for Christmas, and they accidentally leave Kevin at home, and then he really loves it originally. And then when Harry and Marv start to try to break in, he realizes what's going on, and I think the best part is when he sets all the booby traps for them. But yeah. It's yeah. pretty hilarious. It did receive a Golden Globe nomination for Best Comedy or Musical Motion Picture in 1991 and also uh, Best Performance by an Actor. So a couple Golden Globe
1: for nominations. For Macaulay Culkin?
0: Yes. I'd say in the early 90s, this is why most of us were afraid to be at home alone. Yeah. I mean, your parents couldn't leave you there because you're well, be attacked by burglars. If, if they do, you <laughs> just pop the in wet, a VHS tape yes. and leave the, yeah. the chain so john you lead us off it's gonna be uncle
3: buck taking on home alone so we have a christmas movie against uncle buck um i don't remember how home alone did in our christmas movie list i don't either i don't either i don't either i think it was okay
1: yeah
3: um i'm gonna go home alone all right okay um i'm
1: i'm gonna go home alone also, although I sort of like Home Alone two better than the first one, sure. Um, Boston, New York, with, right? Yeah, we watch both of them every year at Christmas time. But I'll go with Home Alone.
3: Home Alone does have like a niche, like this is yeah.
1: when you
0: watch it year, yeah. Yes. Where Uncle Buck doesn't really have, yeah, that. Right.
1: right. Which is probably why it helps.
0: It, it probably helps the movie that you associate it with a certain time of year. Yes. Like, hey, let's watch Home Alone, and usually families around, and yeah, I'm gonna make it a sweep and vote for Home Alone. Uh, Uncle Buck's a little closer on this one for me, but not. So, Marnie, you're going to lead us off. Uncle Buck is going to take on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So this is a Christmas movie. And I <laughs> Another Christmas won, I, I think movie. it won,
3: right? I yeah, think it Christmas won. Christmas right? I it won think it won. Uh, our, yeah. yeah. I think it did. So, also written and produced by a guy named John Hughes. Okay. Directed by Jeremiah Cheklik.
0: Oh. Never good. heard of
3: him. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Jeremiah. Um,
3: interesting that on the rankings, it did not score well on Metacritic, but it did on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Significant yeah.
0: differences. Those um, are influenced a lot by people watching it, whereas Metacritic is all based on critics. critics. Yeah, So like, probably not as critically acclaimed, but it's really funny. Right.
3: Um, Chevy Chase is the star. Clark W. Griswold. Beverly D'Angelo, his wife. And then you have Juliette Lewis and a very young Johnny Galecki. Who went on the Big Bang Theory yep. fame? Mm-hmm. Um, and Roseanne, yeah. Yep, and then you have a couple um, kind of older actors, e.g., Marshall and Doris Roberts. Yeah, uh, oh, Doris, yeah. Roberts, Doris was Roberts was on. Roberts. Everybody else. Yeah. yep. He said, um, Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie. Oh, yeah. Julia Louise Dreyfus as Margot. And Brian Why is Doyle the Murray, All Wet Todd. Todd. Uh, I don't. You know, have those sweaters. Margo. I they have those sweaters. Yeah. Um, Bill Murray's brother plays Frank Shirley, the boss, who yeah. is yeah. the the bad guy, I guess you would say, because he takes away the Christmas bonus. Yeah. He's
0: going to use that to buy a
3: pool. Yeah. This is all about the Griswold family having a good old fashioned Christmas with the whole family there, and then the whole thing about wanting to buy a pool, the Christmas bonus not coming, and in the end. Mr. Shirley gets kidnapped by a crazy cousin Eddie. Yep. So many great, I mean, this is the most quotable movie, yes, movie of our list. Um, Todd and Margot scenes, but no more, I'll show you. Um, you know, all Oh, them. yeah. yeah
0: so many yeah. great quotes. Yeah. There's one later that has some good quotes, but yeah. All right, Marnie, lead us off. It's going to be Uncle Buck taking on Christmas vacation.
1: Okay. As much as I love Christmas vacation, I'm going with Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck on this one. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, I really, really like that movie.
0: Uh, Christmas Vacation won our Christmas movies, and I think it's because it's a movie I really like, and I'm going to vote for Christmas Vacation. Um, Tie to you. First tie of the day. First
3: tie of the day. These are the two lowest rated
0: movies. Oh, by critics. By critics on our list. Um, I'm going to go Christmas Vacation. Alright, that'll take the victory. I'm going to lead us off, and this next matchup is going to be Uncle Buck, and it's going to take on 16 Candles.
1: Okay, 16 Candles came out in 84. It's a coming-of-age comedy film starring Molly Ringwald, Michael Scholfling, who was smoking hot as Jake, and Anthony Michael (laughs) Hall. It was written and directed by John Hughes. This was his directorial debut, um, and the first in a string of films Hughes would direct centering on teenage life. Um, It got it a 7. IMDB rating, 61 Metascore, 81% Tomato meter, um, earned 23.6 million, um, against a 6.5 million budget. So did pretty good and launched Molly Ringwald to fame based on she wakes up. It's her 16th birthday. Everybody in her family forgets because her sister's getting married. Um, she, everybody in school finds out she has a crush on Jake Ryan and grandparents show up with foreign exchange student long duck dong how can you not like yeah, that yeah. classic um, character yeah At, like all Hughes fium- films takes place in Chicago
3: they and, used the same school for several of his movies Yes, yeah. and it wasn't a school that was open anymore it closed oh. and then they just used it for Ferris Bueller that Ferris Bueller and Breakfast Club I think
1: Um, it did win an award which Dion is very uh, excited about.
3: That's very impressive yeah, how prestigious this that's award is. It, awesome it. it won
1: Young Artist Award oh, for yeah. Best Young Actress and Best Young Actor.
0: Oh, wow. Young Artist Award. Yes. Named Molly yes. Ringwald? Yes.
1: And Anthony Michael Hall, oh, who okay. was a total geek and turned out to be kind of hot himself.
0: Once um, again, I thought so too.
1: <laughs> and that's really all I have on that.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm going to lead us off. Um, and I'm going to take Uncle Buck on this one. Uh just I laugh a lot more when I watch that movie. I
3: think Uncle Buck based on the uh some of the great classic scenes the like you said the driving the wrong way on the highway. The Lady with the. Well, oh, no, wrong, that
2: was playing Strange. Oh, shoot. Uncle Buck. Antique, moment Antique moment of
0: the movie. movie. number one for me. <laughs> the Lady with the Mole. Yeah, that, that was yes. pretty good. That was made me laugh, yeah. Yeah. I got, was, I got my John's Candy confused. Am I confused? Is that why I left it
3: was that? Mean.
1: I don't know. But my Uncle funny. Buck
3: is still good. Okay.
1: Um, I will... I think I'm going to go with 16 Candles, because you guys sure. are not going to vote for it any other time, so I might as well vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. I'm pretty that. sure. This is the one
0: it would stand a chance against. All right, John. Uh, you're gonna lead us off. It's gonna be Uncle Buck, and it's gonna take on the Breakfast Club. Uh, I think it's described as a coming of age comedy. Which all I think all of these are right. Yeah. <laughs> comedy yeah. drama. Really is, is, is a comedy dramada A dramedy. A dramedy. Dramedy. Mm-hmm. Comedy dramedy. Uh, anyway, it stars Judd Nelson. It's not a chroma. <laughs> 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 dramedy sounds better. You're right. Uh, Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall. There he is again. Molly Ringwald. There, there she, she is again. again. And Ali Sheedy. A bunch of kids have to go to detention all day on a Saturday. <laughs> you get all the subgroups represented. You have the jock, the nerd, the outcast, bad boy, the popular girl. And I think Ali Sheedy doesn't even have to be there, right? She just shows up because yeah, yeah, she do doesn't do. even yeah. detention. Um, and then Paul Gleason plays Vice Principal Richard Vernon. He has a great character. He's just kind yes. of a, a jack wagon and a mean to him, the bad guy. You, get the, you mess with the bull, get, get the horns. Yeah. So they all. Which, if
3: you're gonna be
0: forced to cover Saturday detention, you're probably not happy to be there right right. so yeah, yeah I get it yeah so yeah, very pop. and then what's the song that plays at the end that everybody loves uh, don't you, you forget, forget about, about me. me yep that one so uh, Johnny lead us off it's gonna be Uncle Buck taking on The Breakfast Club um,
3: the fist pump at the end that last scene that I don't really know yeah, what yeah. he was so excited about you but... can't see this
0: on a podcast <laughs> yeah. so we all just <laughs> throw our hands up in the air and, and, and mimic it except for Irv <laughs>
1: He was excited because he got the diamond earring from Molly Ringwald. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes,
3: yes. He he sees himself evolving as a yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I like the overall story of the Breakfast Club a little better, and it's just it's very it's everyone. A, it's can a very really coming of age story. Yes. It's very coming of age. Yes. <laughs> um, did the prince, the teacher, really think that if he goes to his office, that's not in that room, that they would just stay right. there and be quiet the whole time? It's not real realistic in that regard, but it's movie.
0: Oh, a beat. loses yeah. a point for realism, yeah. realism, because all <laughs> the <laughs> rest like, of these I'm are a little very little realistic. Fly to France or whatever, yeah. Leave the kid behind. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. So I'm gonna go Breakfast Club.
0: Sure.
1: Um. So I just watched this like last week because went to bed, Mark turned on the TV, it was starting. And then I stayed up and watched the whole movie. Um, so I'm going to go with Breakfast Club because,
0: uh, yeah, it's just a great movie. Make it a sweet. Marnie, you're going to lead us off. Uncle Buck is going to take on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986. John Hughes, by the way, wrote, directed, and produced that and The Breakfast Club. I forgot to mention that. So, um, It's a comedy. Stars Matthew Broderick. Mia Sarah plays Sloan. That's Ferris's girlfriend. Alan um, Sloan Peterson.
3: Um, yep. Which is also my niece's name. Yes, really it, it really
1: is oh yep. funny
0: alan ruck plays cameron who's uh, important in the story also awesome in this movie you have jennifer gray charlie sheen jeffrey jones plays principal ed rooney classic character and he shows yes. up in a lot of kind of 80s movies and the
1: uh, the secretary
0: edie mcclurg plays the secretary her. yep because she's in plain strange and Honorable She yes yes uh ben stein probably the most iconic uh, uh which other one is he he's in another one of these too is he
3: really just a very bit part. Okay. It might be planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Like he was maybe.
0: a... You, you mentioned quotable. I think this one's very quotable. Edie McClurg, she talks about... She's very popular. The Sportos, the Motorheads, yes. And she has all the different names. Yes. And, you know, a classic. If you don't stop and look around once in a while. You yeah. Yep. And, That's a good And line. then we talked about Ben Stein. Bueller. 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 And being a teacher I've, at some point in your career... You've probably said that. Yeah. You, you definitely dealt with no it. And he was no in Planes, <laughs> <in laughs> Strange Nobos. No oh, okay. I want to say he was like an airline. So Ben Stein was in uh yep. Trains, Nobos. Nice. Anyway, um, Matthew Broderick was nominated for a Golden Globe for this performance. Probably not quite as prestigious as the Young Actors Award. <laughs> Probably you know, not. I Awards? mean, the Young Actors uh, Award is pretty prestigious. So I'm not getting any Academy Award nominations right. out of this right. list. By the way, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is about a student named Ferris Bueller who takes the day off from school and in hijinks ensue. In <laughs> <laughs> that is the plot. Hijinks ensue. And and quotable, funny. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, I feel bad for you. Go out. In Froman. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say that. That's one of my favorites. So, Marnie, you lead us off. This is going to be Uncle Buck taking on Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Um, I'm gonna do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It also brought back "Twist and Shout" by the Beatles and put it back in the top Mm forty.
3: Did you know that that parade, like they actually inserted a float into a real parade. It's the I Steuben Day Parade they do in Chicago every year. I did not know that. And then they had to go back and do a second day of filming as well where they had to kind of yeah. make it up. But the original yeah. one was in an actual Steuben Day Parade in Chicago.
1: Interesting.
3: It's something about a German
2: person. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: not
2: when you say stupid day, it's like stupid day. It's stupid. It was that stupid day was Stupid day.
1: Also you i probably can't, have a float in that.
0: Yeah,
1: you can. I think you did yeah. just
0: yesterday. Oh, <laughs> time um, sensitive. Yeah.
1: Also, like Cameron is like the greatest. Yeah. Just his worried person, about his dad. Yes, I was, and, like, I've
0: always been curious about this. We we mentioned this. All these John Hughes movies take place in Chicago. Yeah. They go to a Cubs game. Why is he wearing a Red Wings jersey? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Good uh, yeah. Get a Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> the nemesis of <laughs> the yeah.
2: <jerk>. That's <laughs> at,
0: at that time they moved the, the Red Wings to the west to the or they moved the Blackhawks to the West. Red Wings are still in the East, but they used to be rivals forever. I mean, yep. so that's weird. Oh, that's kind why of why would you walk around Chicago in a Red Wings jersey? Right. I feel like you'd get a lot of guff for that. But I'm gonna back you up and vote for Ferris Bueller, okay. By the way, sorry about that sidetrack. Uh, this. Ferris. All right. Save Ferris. Yeah. I believe it's time for the caper moving round. So, here we go. Next up is going to be planes, trains, and automobiles taking on Home Alone. Uh, and I'm the first one to go on this. So, in both of these, you have the appearances by John Candy. Uh, but I'm going to go with planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, I think planes, trains, and automobiles is
3: just a little bit funnier from start to finish.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, my dad is a huge or was a
0: huge John Candy fan, so I'm going to vote for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles He well. John Candy isn't Home Alone. Just he not is, as a but not part. as big. Yeah. Yeah. All right. John, you lead us off. This is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles taking on Christmas Vacation.
3: Hmm. This is getting a little trickier.
0: Yeah, it starts to get a little trickier here.
3: Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go Christmas Vacation. Okay. Um, it is a Christmas movie. I think, like we said... With um, Home Alone, it kind of sets aside a time every year you watch it. But yeah. I've also caught myself watching it in summer sometimes, but yeah. it's not on. But I, I watch it at least once every year at Christmas. Yeah. I can probably recite most my kid, of my the kids lines. My kids love this movie. Yeah. And it's yeah. liked by most everybody. There's not really many people that dislike this movie, I don't think. it's Sure.
0: It's just very easy to watch.
1: Did you start the...
0: He started it and he went okay, so for Christmas, just Christmas, just Christmas to vacation.
1: To Be a pain in the ass. I'm going to go Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and make you
0: pick. Okay. Um, Now, this is a tough one. These are very close. They're going to be top half of my list. But I think slight edge for me is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, just as a tribute to that. I think I like the original vacation better than Christmas Vacation. So I'm going to go Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That'll give it the victory. Marnie, you lead us off. It's going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's going to take on 16 Candles.
1: I'll go with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
0: All right. You know what? I think I will, too. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> planes, Trains, and Automobiles. All right. I lead us off. This is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles taking on The Breakfast Club. I love The Breakfast Club, and so I don't know if I have a real good reason why, but I'm going to give The Breakfast Club my vote in this, this round. John? I'm going to go with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay.
3: No, Not just be... to pull a D on. Yeah, sure. But... There are some parts of the Breakfast Club that are a little slower to me that I could fast forward through. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I think it just keeps moving, kind of like this round.
1: Nice. Yeah, Tired. yeah see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, I'm going to do Breakfast Club.
0: All right, Breakfast Club will take the victory. John, you lead us off. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles
2: is going to take Ferris Bueller's day off. Probably two of my top three right here. Yep. By the way, I found a story on the Red Wings thing. Okay. Oh. Go ahead. So you want me to go ahead? And... Yeah. So they did an interview with, um, what's his name, Alan Ruck. hmm So he said, according to him, John Hughes had spent some of his boyhood in Detroit, and Hughes had decided that since Cameron had kind of a bad relationship with his dad, but a great relationship with his grandfather who lived in Detroit, mm-hmm. and would ah. take Cameron to Red Wings games. There so you it's go. Like his connection to it's great. Yeah,
1: that's a good. I like that. that. That's
2: a good yeah, little
1: find. Yeah. Nice. Nice job, Irv. Thank you. Well done. Great point. <laughs> Play Trains, and Automobiles and
3: Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Yep. Not a great
3: one. Yeah. I got to go Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Sure.
0: I think it's very, very funny.
1: I'm also doing Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a sweep because I'm also going to vote there. All right. Marnie, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Home Alone, taking on Christmas Vacation. I'm
1: going to go Home Alone.
0: All right. Christmas movie showdown <laughs> to me. Yeah, I'm going to go Christmas Vacation.
1: I feel like this is how I voted on the Christmas movie I think, one, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going Christmas Vacation. That's how I voted on Christmas movies,
3: and that's where I'll stay. All
0: right. Uh, I'm up. It's going to be Home Alone. I've taken on 16 Candles. Uh, I'm going to go back to, like we've talked about, the used. Every year, you sit down and watch Home Alone, so there's good memories attached to this. I'm going to vote Home Alone. Um, maybe a little closer for me, but
3: I'm going to stick with Home Alone. I think that's a good point. That I don't remember where we made it originally. just the consistency with watching it. Yeah,
1: I'm going to do 16 Candles just so it gets a vote. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to
3: build up the tally
0: a little bit. Well, as we. You later rounds, maybe it'll get to okay. gather some votes from us. You, right. know, you never know. Uh, John, Home Alone <laughs> is gonna take on the Breakfast Club. Um I'm gonna go Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Make it a sweet. Marnie you're gonna lead us off. This is gonna be Home Alone taking on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, um
1: Ferris Bueller's
0: Day Off. <laughs> ditto. I go Ferris. Ferris. Make it a sweet. I'm gonna lead us off. This is going to be Christmas vacation, taking on sixteen candles. Is this the time?
3: Is this is this where it's gonna
1: sixteen candles? It's gonna gonna be too,
3: yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: I see, yeah. It's it's possible. (laughs) However if I think about
2: which one of
3: these—that means could, it was not even in his thought, in his head.
0: He didn't even
2: comprehend what I was. I didn't saying. understand what you were asking. Um, <laughs> like you're speaking a different language, sir. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I'm gonna have to go with Christmas vacation this one, just because the movie's like a thousand times better. So that's. My <laughs> vacation like,
1: right. 16 candles so it gets a vote again. Okay, right. and it has John Cusack who's like my
2: favorite
0: oh that's a great point thank you he was yeah. good in some is, other movies is it
2: a yes. great point it is or, that's, our title of this podcast
0: is that's a good point like, oh, so I want to make as many yeah. good points as we can here sure. let's move it right along John <laughs> you're going to lead us off Christmas vacation is going to take on the breakfast club um I don't think oh, this is going
3: to be back. a winner but I'm going to place my vote for Christmas vacation sure
0: I'm going to go Breakfast Club. And I'm going to make Breakfast Club the winner there and break the tie. Marnie, you'll lead us off. This is going to be Christmas Vacation, taking on Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Uh, Ferris Bueller's
0: Day Off. I, too, will vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller. All right, make it a sweep. I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be 16 Candles, taken on the Breakfast Club, and we've reached that point where I can vote for the Breakfast Club. <laughs> what a great movie. It gets my vote here. Ah, uh, Breakfast Club. Okay. Breakfast Club. That'll be a sweet. Uh, Johnny is gonna be sixteen candles taking on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. Bueller. All right. Even Marnie couldn't give a I know I couldn't. Marnie LudaSoft is our last matchup. The Breakfast Club will take on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I'm I haven't tallied yet, but this might might be for the victory. I'm not sure. So. This is who. This is Breakfast Club taken on Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Did we not do Uncle Buck against any of these people?
0: We did a whole round of Uncle Buck. <laughs> that was the first, first, first round. round. Jeez. The okay.
1: first round, yep. Welcome up. Another, <laughs> One more time. Another antique moment? Hey,
0: we've all had them. Yep, we've all had them now. The Breakfast Club... Uh, which is a coming-of-age <laughs> drumming starring Judd Nelson, Emilio Estevez, uh, Molly Ringwald. It is taking on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which Matthew Broderick was nominated for a Golden, golden Globe. Gold. Not,
1: not a young artist, right? Award. A fairly
0: low-level award, uh, but hijinks ensue. There's a Red Wings jersey. That, that's the movies we're going every year
3: on Twitter. I think I see like it's the day that they skip school and they're oh, at the yeah. Cubs game and oh. someone always puts out that, hey, you see Ferris at the I didn't Cubs know there was an today. actual day that, yeah. that yeah. there's a date that That's they, cool. people figured out when it like was based should, on who was
0: playing. We should figure that out and celebrate it. Like yeah. we should make a bigger deal yeah. out of this. Put it on the calendar. Yeah. Uh yeah, like, Marnie, they you they do that with here.
1: back to the future too. Like the yeah, day that
0: they that though back. you
3: never know
1: what's I accurate because
0: people always photoshop I
1: Um I'm gonna go with Breakfast Club. All
0: right. Um, And this is not to create a tie, but my favorite all along has been Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I'm going to vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And John, you're, I think, about to decide the champion. I'm not real sure. Oh, boy. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. I did
3: find when Ferris, his day is. Okay. And it was June 5th, 1985. Okay. They can figure it out based on... Who the Cubs, I think, were playing that day of the week.
0: If I'm being honest I mean, I, I'd be taking I, that day off of school. I skip, too. I skip school like every June 5th of my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to settle this tie by voting for. Drumroll! Ferris Bueller's day off. Oh, give it the victory. All right, Johnny, you have a question while I do some tabulating quick? Um, Should we hear Irv's
3: rankings? Or oh, do yeah. we want to hear Irv's rankings prior let's, to let's this? Let's hear Irv's rankings. Yeah. Prior?
2: Yeah. All right, in seventh place for Irv.
3: That way we know you don't just
2: copy the rankings. Yeah, and and I can already tell by listening to be very different. Okay, in seventh okay. place, sixteen candles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In well, sixth whatever. place, Breakfast Club. Oh. oh. Oh wow. Fifth place, Uncle Buck. Oh. Fourth place, Ferris Bueller. Third place, Home Alone. Second place, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and first place for Irv is Christmas vacation. This is Actually, why we don't have you vote. <laughs> tell, tell
3: me a little bit about... This um, is why? <laughs>
2: well,
3: tell me a little bit about why Breakfast Club quite a bit lower
2: for you yeah. compared to... Uh, and, Ferris, think, and Ferris Bueller. I though. think it's a yeah. frequency. Well, Ferris Bueller was right in the middle. Um, yeah, but that seems kind of low.
1: Is it because you watch the holiday movies more because they're on every year at the holidays? Uh,
2: I, I'll just say simply, I think it's because of a frequency of how often I've watched right. them or number of times I've watched and
1: them. And they're a little... Well, Home Alone's newer. More around. And you age
2: watch train. it around Christmas. Yeah. Like, so I, I think, all of these movies came out before
0: he was born too. So that's true. Like the two Christmas themed ones would be that's ones you probably would watch. Yeah. The most. So
2: I think that's fair to, to throw that in there. But um, yeah, I'm much more likely to watch Christmas, Planes, Trains, and Home Alone more than it. Like those are the top three, and then it's a kind of a drop off as yeah. far as number of times I've watched these. Movies. Yeah. But you've yeah. seen all of. Them. I've seen all of them. Yeah. But. Ferris Bueller, I mean honestly, I mean you guys are making some really good points on it. And like I probably if I was voting, maybe could have talked been talked into moving it up. But being I wasn't voting and I was you know, yeah, like yeah. I just left it where I normally sure would have had it. But um Breakfast Club I think I've seen once or twice. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's what that comes from. I think out
0: it's with. very dated too. Like you mm-hmm. have to kinda understand that era and yeah, if, like Gary Garrett, Garrett Moore's here. Garrett, you've seen <laughs> The Breakfast Club. So, all right, I've
2: seen it once or twice, and one of my friends saw it earlier this year, and he said that he hated it. Yeah. And I mean, I I like it. It's a good movie, but I feel like if I was born, or if I was like a teenager in the 80s or whatever, it would have... There's awesome. some slow so would've, it would've,
0: sure. yeah, yeah, it would have resonated more with me, but since I'm, you know... Since you're young. Yeah, I was not, past 2,000. Youngest now in, in the room. room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> no longer the youngest it's just about right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a solid movie, but... Yeah, I think that one maybe aged the worst of these. Although uh, sixteen candles, I, uh, how can it age? And you get have worse? no <laughs> but, love for sixteen. No, candles. I said I would think about voting for it.
1: Okay, would you pick she it? Uh, would you for pick it over pretty our cuts? Yes, yes, I would. Okay, so like all the <laughs> yeah. cuts, you would have picked sixteen candles over everything we cut.
3: Um, no, no, I would have taken National National Lampoon's Vacation, yes. Great Outdoors. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Home so basically, two.
1: it is um, in there because of me. I would have some
3: kind of wonderful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mark, well, I've never oh. seen some kind of wonderful. I appreciate baby. you guys putting <laughs> me, it
1: in there for my Yes,
0: seat. let me tell you this. Of the chick flicks he was a part of, uh-huh. some kind of wonderful yeah. would be one that I could watch again. I kinda Yeah, liked that's a good it. movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I could have voted for it in, if you put it on this list over any of the other movies, mm-hmm. but I would have at least thought about it. I I don't know if you cut onto this. I wasn't actually thinking about voting for (laughs) it. I I think I fooled all of you. (laughs) Suckers! (laughs) Would you like to hear how the the list ended up? All right. In seventh place... uh, Oh, let me get my list. I just have numbers here. Uh, Oh, this is not a surprise. Sixteen Candles. In sixth place, Uncle Buck. In fifth place was Home Alone. In fourth place was Christmas Vacation. In third place was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. In sixth place, The Breakfast Club. Second place, right? Yeah, second place, it was number six on my list. Sorry. Yes. Right? In second place, Breakfast Club, and in first place, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I didn't make a list beforehand, but my top two movies were probably Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and Ferris Bueller. They finished yeah. one and three, yeah. and so.
1: I think that's a good. I think we did. I think we did well. I think we did well. I think John Hughes would be happy.
2: Yes. With maybe our, rest in peace. Yes. Heart attack.
0: John, did you know that John Hughes died of a heart attack in 2009? Did he? <laughs> yeah. That's a Lampoon's heart attack. <laughs> it's probably not funny. Uh, uh, we apologize to the Hughes family. Hey Carl, you have to edit this part out so, of us laughing about a man's death. Carl's last name is Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just walked out of the his- studio. <laughs> Well, we have some time to do a, a start one, sit one, cut one. And uh, apologies, Marnie, that Pretty in Pink, or Sixteen Candles, whatever that movie was, didn't place real well for us. <laughs> uh, I apologize about that. Uh, but let's take some Molly Ringwald characters. Molly Ringwald is, is fairly well known. That that was John Hughes Muse. I said that earlier. John but Hughes he Muse. Has, he has said that, that that's who he wrote for when he had a lot of female characters. He had her in mind when he was writing him. So three John Hughes movies that she's in. In Sixteen Candles, which was on our list, she played Sam Baker. In Breakfast Club, she played Claire Standish. And then one of our cuts was Pretty in Pink, and she played a character called Andy Walsh. Do you want to tell us a little bit about their characters sure. and, and how they go so here? So
1: Andy Walsh in Pretty in Pink, um, her mom is has passed. She lives with her dad. She works at a um, store with Annie Potts. She's kind of, they're pretty... Um, not don't have a lot of money, she right. gets asked to go to prom by like the really rich yep. kid, yep. and uh, her she makes her own dress, and that's kind of her story.
0: I think 80s movies there's a lot of good 80s movies that's like the crossover between different groups, and this yes. one is like the class group, and there's, yes, it's like oh, the poor girl's gonna go with the rich guy kind of, yes. theme. And I think that was fairly common in the 80s. I would agree. So like, Did you but, know she was in uh, different strokes and the facts of life?
1: I knew she was I in Facts, Facts of Life.
3: Life. She Two was, episodes of Different Strokes. It was the same because they were spinning. Oh, yeah. they yeah.
1: Yes. And there was like a... I knew she was. She, she
0: was probably like went uh, with... Uh, the f- was it the first season of Facts, Facts of Life? She it. was one of the main... Yeah, I She was I one think of the so. girls. Yep. In the, yeah. yeah. Molly Parker.
1: Oh, they mm. really stretched with her name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was early in her
3: career. They wanted to make sure she answered when people yeah, yeah, said yeah. something to her. Um,
1: so that was pretty in pink. That was pretty in pink. Sixteen Candles. She's Sam Baker. Um, six, just turning 16 parents forget her, we talked about that a little bit in love with the real hot guy but she's kind of an unknown sophomore he's a senior yeah. um, and then in uh, Breakfast Club she is like the spoiled rich girl popular homecoming yeah. queen and in her rule reversal kind of falls for the yep. low rent yep. uh, Judd Nelson's, Judd Nelson's character. character Yep. can't think of his name
0: um, yeah, I can't um, um. We'll yeah, think
3: of it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, those are kind of the three, the three.
0: Yeah. Characters. Well, is that right if I lead us off? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have an easy cut, and maybe this is why I voted the way I did, but it's going to be Sam Baker mm-hmm. from Sixteen Candles, and then the other two. Um, she kind of plays a, a B word. Yeah, in, she in does. Breakfast Club, and so mm-hmm. I just you know you, you don't like your character, but at the same time. You weren't supposed to, so maybe right. she did a really good job, but I'm going to bench uh, Claire Standish for that reason, and my start's going to be Andy Walsh from Pretty in Pink, which is the movie that didn't even make, make our list. list, but in that movie, you can root for her, Yes, so that's going to be mine. My... Um, John Bender. Bender. Oh, yeah. Bender. Bender. Bender.
3: Bender. Yeah. Um, I think I will... It's going to be similar to yours, not quite the same. I'm going to cut The Sixteen Candles, Character, yep. I'm gonna bench the Pretty and Pink character, and I'm gonna start the Breakfast Club character because gotcha. she comes around a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But yeah, she is not the nicest person. Here's the thing:
0: like you know that when she Monday, plays that role well. Yeah, yeah, you know when Monday came around, all those bonds that they made are gone. They went back. Yeah, she basically yeah. said, "No, we're not going to be friends." Come yeah. Monday.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think all of the. Uh, I feel like you either love Molly or you hate Molly. I personally like her a yeah, lot. I'm fairly um, different. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah. like all of the characters that she played have some relatability in some way. And I was that age during those times. I mean, essentially. Yeah. Not quite. But um, so mine's a little different than yours. I am going to bench Claire from Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Um, or No. I'm going to cut, 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 Claire. Mm-hmm. cut okay, Claire, cut Claire.
3: See ya.
0: Get her out of here.
1: Yeah. Adios, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bench Andy because, like you said, you root for her. She's great. Yeah. Um. And then I'm going to start. Uh, Sam Baker because she's just so awkward, turning 16 and like in love with this guy who doesn't know she exists, and then mm-hmm. it all works out in the end.
0: All right. So good episode Marnie thanks for joining us thanks uh, guys if you haven't seen these movies we probably gave some spoilers but uh, not too many I think you should
1: but if you haven't seen these where have you been they're for the right. last
0: yeah go watch these <laughs> movies because they're all good and that includes the cuts so we had some great movies out here thanks yep. for joining us and until next time Arrivederci. you kidding me I want to